Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff on Censored. Hope you're having a great day. I almost forgot what show I was on. <laughs> anyway, hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. This is kind of the Thanksgiving episode. I'm going to get into some other things, but to be honest, this is going to be airing on Thanksgiving morning. I'm going to release it, or I might do it the, the night before. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> My wife can do a good turkey sound. I can't. There's some old tape I have. It's tape of my dad doing a Thanksgiving. Ooh, that wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. Go, 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 go. No, that was bad. That was, that was, sorry, scratch it. I had a brief moment of success in my life, and that was me doing a turkey sound, and I, I've lost it. I lost it. Just fell through my fingers. <laughs> like the sands of time. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully, hopefully you're going to have a, a great holiday, whether you celebrate it or not. And I always look at Thanksgiving as a great time to just hang out with some friends and family and then watch football and snack on miscellaneous foods. That's what, that's what I enjoy. I do. But you know what we need to do right now? We need to get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> gobble, gobble! <laughs> Sorry. Uh... This was on a National Park Service Lego Vignettes Twitter account. That's weird. But they were talking about Yellowstone National Park. And it says, it's that time of year again. We don't know who needs to hear this, but it is illegal to cook turkeys in the hot springs at Yellowstone National Park. Boiled, baked, stewed, roasted, brined. Spatchcocked. What the fuck is spatchcocked? It sounds so erotic. I am so excited to, to find out what spatchcocked is. Uh, grilled, braised, sous vide, vide? Don't know what that is. Sounds erotic as well. <laughs> Smoked and deep fried are all illegal. They will ban you from the park. Just don't do it. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, no kidding. Who would do that? But you know somebody has at least once. Uh, listen, it's, a, it's the United States. At least 20 times somebody has tried this. <laughs> it would be so funny to just be walking along. You're enjoying the Yellowstone National Park, uh, looking at the hot springs. Oh, it's so beautiful. Smells disgusting, but beautiful. I've actually never been to Yellowstone, but I assume, you know, being around at hot springs here in Colorado, they don't smell nice. But could you imagine you just walking along and all of a sudden you, you see somebody like, honey, turkey time. <laughs> They're pulling out of the hot springs. Mmm. It smells like eating turkey and deviled eggs at the same time. It's delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so crazy. I, I, it, it is sad that you have to say that. Because it would stink. Why would you want your turkey to just reek of deviled eggs? It's not even like deviled eggs. It's like deviled eggs and a rotting out raccoon anus. That's what that smells like. Okay? Not pleasant. 
like we go up to Glenwood Springs every so often. And it's so beautiful. I love being over there. But there's a certain section where I, I think it's like the main area of where the hot springs actually originates from. And it's just so freaking nasty. It's the, I can get, I can deal with it. But when you have like a eight year old and a 10 year old and they're like, Ew, smells like somebody farted. And of course they're like, dad, like, yes. Yeah, so, so quit judging me kids. <laughs> it is a perfect time to let one loose though, because it just blends in perfectly. <laughs> Yeah, so don't don't be don't be trying to cook your your meats in a hot spring. Not not a good idea. But again, it's just like the the labels on shampoo bottles and soap and you know everything else motor oil. <laughs> not for consumption. <laughs> not for internal use. Stuff like that. Shouldn't have to say it, but you do because you know somebody has done it. My god. I need to lube up my insides. Hey, give me some of that uh, synthetic oil over there. <laughs> you mechanics know. There's that one guy uh, on your staff, or it used to be on your staff, where you're just like, I, I, I yeah. We got to tell him all this, the basics. Hey, hey, uh, don't drink the motor oil. <laughs> This, this, the motor oil is not for, you know, like lotion either. Okay, buddy. Dumbasses. Oh my God. God dang. That'd be so funny to actually see a bunch of hillbillies. It looks like they're fishing in the, in the hot springs, but they're actually just dropping a turkey in there. Those are the same people that try to go pet a freaking bison. My God. Speaking of the holidays, Rotorooter said Friday after Thanksgiving, is nicknamed Brown Friday. It's their busiest day of the year, averaging 50% more calls than the average Friday. Thanksgiving weekend overall averages 21% more calls for service than the average Thursday through Sunday period. That's fascinating. The company said the main culprits are clogs in kitchen sinks, toilets, and garbage disposals. And they're quoted saying, often the case is that a house already has partially clogged drains that go unnoticed until holiday guests arrive and overwhelm the system. That's according to a company spokesman, uh, a man named Paul Abrams. And he said even more problematic is that virtually every traditional Thanksgiving dish is a drain-clogging culprit. Rotorooter offered some advice for avoiding Thanksgiving weekend plumbing catastrophes, including keeping fats and cooking oils away from the sink, wiping grease out of pots and pans with a paper towel before you wash them, and not putting potential clog-causing foods such as poultry skin, celery, fruit, and potato peels down the garbage disposal. But the problem is, is like with your toilet, if you have a bunch of people over, it's just going to get overworked. And some people are, you know, you know, especially with little kids, like they use too much toilet paper or something. Sometimes people feel it necessary. I know a few people like this when they go anywhere other than their house, whether it's at a, you know, company, if they're, they're at work or 
or traveling or at other people's houses, they'll use baby wipes on their butt and then put them down the drain or down the toilet. And that's just really bad for your toilet. Next thing you know, you got Uncle Eddie out there saying this. Shitter was full. Ah, uh, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? <laughs> I always thought he said it differently. Shitter was full. Ah, uh, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? I thought he said shitter's full. I didn't know he said shitter was full. Huh. Shitter was full. Ah, uh, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? <laughs> If you got a guy named Uncle Eddie, uh, you know, coming over, be careful. You don't know what they're going to do with the waste. By the way, that's such a disgusting scene. When you, I was watching that today, and I'm like, that's so gross. Could you imagine the stench? Because he's, he's, he's draining out the waste from his RV or whatever it is, uh, motorhome, in, into the sewer. And then, like, the neighbor comes out go, ready to go for a jog, and he takes a big whiff. You know that that would have just reeked so bad, like a nasty porta potty. Oh my god! Not even a porta potty; it'd be worse. It'd be like a an outhouse. So disgusting. I'll I'll say this: this is one of the nice things that you can see around the holidays is stories like this. Do you do you guys ever hear about that Arizona grandma who accidentally text message? I think she was trying to get a hold of her grandson or something like that, but she texted somebody, somebody else. This is back in 2016. Well, the, they established a, a connection, her and this stranger. And it's like a young, young guy. And they're celebrating their eighth Thanksgiving together, just as friends. Like, how is that not super cool? It's a little bizarre, and that could obviously go the other direction. All I know is when I get a random text from somebody, I usually just immediately block you. If you if I get a text, which I get these all the time because it's spam, somehow my fucking number got just blasted across all these spam places, and it drives drives me nuts. But it'll be somebody that just says hello, or oh omg, uh, I haven't talked to you in forever. Something like that. If you don't say who you are and it, it's an unrecognized number, I immediately block you and report you as spam because I don't know who that is. If that's why, like, if I haven't sent you a text in forever and I go to send you a text, I will sign it Scott DeHuff because there's a good chance that you may have deleted my number because we don't work together anymore. Or I said something that offended you and, and you're soft as butter. <laughs> something like that. So if I if you ever get a text from me and, and, and I write write my name, I'm I'm thinking there's a chance for one reason or another that you don't know who that you don't have me saved. So I and I think that's just a good CYA just to make sure. Uh that and it's also kind of awkward if they if they respond back with if you don't sign your name. If they're like, who's this? <laughs> and you're like, I thought, I thought we were friends. What in the places is going on here? Dude, my voice is kind <clears> of <throat> raspy right now. It's, I've been talking a lot. I sat in with the final word the other day, and uh, which was really fun. My son got to hang out with me. 
and I was the uh, final words on uh, Mile High Sports, and I'm on with Joe Rico and uh, and Alex. I totally spaced out his name in uh, <laughs> Ramirez. I don't know why I forgot that. Anyway, we're sitting in the studio talking quite a bit, had a lot of fun. And then I've done four episodes in like a day and a half. I, I guess it would be two days, but in, and sometimes I'll get through an episode like halfway through and I'm like, I, I don't like it. I need more energy. I need, I need to bring it. I need to bring the heat. Okay. Then I'll restart. So my, my voice is a little strained. So I, basically I'm crying is what, what's happening. I, I need somebody to wipe my tears away. Oh, the pain and the agony. Plus, I was at Sugar Fire the other night talking to people. So, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big baby in my voice. My, my precious pops, they're, 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 they're wounded. They're wounded. But anyway, uh, so if, if, I, if my voice sounds a little goofy, that's why. Hey, we got more coming up here in a second. But first, I was just talking about Sugar Fire. Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of here on Amazing Barbecue. And it's a, it's so, I say amazing barbecue. And then when people come in there and try it for the first time, they're like, okay, I thought you were exaggerating, but damn, this stuff's good. Like I know, bro, it's delicious. They got daily specials and sides. And if you want to see what those are, go ahead and follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy. I love the Bronco burger that has double, that's a double cheeseburger. Oh. You can't go wrong with this one. They got bacon, brisket, pickle, onion, Texas hot sauce. They also do burnt ends. They do smoked fried wings, brisket, mac and cheese. Oh, my God. That's going to make your eyes roll in the back of your head. It's so delicious. And some of their more popular specialty sides are hash brown casserole. I had that the other day. That's delicious. I wish I could make that at home. Uh, but I can't because Chef Clint and crew are just, they just got it down to perfection. Also, Brussels sprouts and sweet chili, cucumber salad, and smashed loaded potatoes. But don't forget about their sauces. They got St. Louis sweet, Texas hot, coffee, Carolina mustard, and white barbecue. Now, it's one thing for me to say all this, but I get these messages all the time. And if you want to share your thoughts on Sugar Fire, and your experience, send me a message to huffpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on social at the Huff Podcast. This comes in from the uh, this is the funny, the funny part about doing this. This the the Twitter name is Sack Swinger. <laughs> well, Sack Swinger says that is just great food. And it is, it is. It, it, it's so good. Like Every time we go there as a family, we just sit down and we're just like, oh. And then it ends up being like, here, try this. Oh, and we're all sharing. My kids are horrible at sharing. But when it comes to sugar fire, they're like, they can't help it. They're like, Jackson, try this. Aria, try that. Mom, dad, this is so good. It, it, it's just, it's good. And it's a great environment. Sugar fire in Westminster, by far my favorite bar barbecue place in the state of Colorado. Like I said, it's family-friendly, perfect for date night. You can even do catering, whether it's special family events like weddings, birthdays, you know, even holiday parties. 
And you can even do, if you got a big meeting at the office, dude, contact Sugar Fire. Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Like I said, follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Uh, like I was saying before, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. It's kind of a weird holiday in a sense. Well, that and it doesn't have a good, you know, history. We don't need to talk about the, you know, the beginning and shit like that. But at, at its core, where it's at now, it's centered around family and embracing positivity. I, I, I think that's really what you can look at when it comes to Thanksgiving, which is nice. I think holidays like Christmas have been too commercialized and it's lost a lot of its meaning. And people are so consumed with presents. There's there's no presents involved when it comes to Thanksgiving. It is literally a, a it, it's more of a love holiday than Valentine's Day. Because it's one, spending time with your significant other, but your friends and your family and, and, you know, reaching out to them and saying, hey, happy Thanksgiving, or I'm grateful for you being in my life, stuff like that. Real cheesy shit. But <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's also about eating great food, which I've told you before, we go down to my wife's aunt and uncle's house. And they freaking crush it. It is so awesome. One year, I, I don't, it's a lot of work, so I don't think he's going to do it again. But one year, he smoked a turkey, he deep fried a turkey, and then, and then he also baked a turkey. It was freaking awesome. Wait a minute, maybe he, maybe he deep fried it in, in the hot springs. Holy shit, it tasted like eggs. But it was so good. Usually what happens lately is my wife's other uncle, Sheldon, will bring in like, you know, what is it, pheasant or some other, you know, miscellaneous things that he's hunted and bring it in. And, and it's really nice. I like it. One, I, I'm a huge fan of that, just eating food. And then two, it's great for my kids to try things like that, different meats in, in different flavors. And like I've told you before, my son is a foodie. So this is his holiday. This is his like favorite freaking holiday. Delicious food? Yes, please. So, and also I'm obviously watching football. A lot of my memory, memories growing up were, you know, yeah, Thanksgiving meal was one thing, but like my brother and I just sitting there watching football, especially, you know, the Detroit Lions and growing up, our era, era was watching Barry Sanders. We didn't always get to watch Barry Sanders, but we knew once a year we could. And he was just so fun to freaking watch. I remember growing up when we played backyard football with kids in the neighborhood. I would always try to be like Barry, you know, moving around a lot. I used to run a lot. But then once I got to... I want to say, yeah, it was like my freshman year. I, I hadn't hit puberty <laughs> and like I maybe I had, but I hadn't like got a good growth spurt in me. And I, I tried to do that and I just got crushed. <laughs> it, it didn't end well. 
And I remember somebody going, is he trying to be like Barry Sanders? Cause he's not. And then I was like, Oh shit. Did I ever tell you real quick side note Did I ever tell you I met Barry Sanders once it was in new Orleans and I was starstruck. I'm like, this is a guy I had his Jersey. I used to wish that I could play like him. So I'm, I'm standing right next to him. I'm, I'm to his right. He's sitting down because, uh, Joel Klatt and Mike Evans were about to interview him on the, on the show. And I was like, Hey, a very huge fan. Um, I just want to say growing up, I, I wanted to be just like you. And he, he looks at me with this like disgusted look on his face. And he goes, but you ain't black. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and Mike and Joel just start cracking up. And, and I'm like, so like, I, I'm not saying that I'm just saying, I, I liked how you played. I, I don't think I even responded. I think I was just like, why did he say that? He just basically punched me in the dick. <laughs> it was funny though. I don't care. He's a good dude. I, I, whatever, whatever. It was, it was really cool to meet him. And I still think he's the greatest running back of all time. Barry Sanders. In, insane, insane to, and to watch. Uh, it's something that I, I, I don't see anybody right now. That's that special. Somebody what you just like, wow, oh shit, you're playing Barry. You don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> it could go really bad. But those are some great memories of mine growing up. I didn't really experience an overwhelmingly, this sounds fucked up to say, and it's not a dig at my mom, but when I started dating my wife and her mom, CJ, God, you know, rest her soul, she was an amazing she had tons of cookbooks, and I remember going over to their house for Thanksgiving for the first time. There's two things that happened. One, like when I started eating turkey, I'm like, holy shit. I didn't know turkey could be moist. What the hell? This is, oh, it's so amazing. And I didn't know cranberries weren't, I thought they were all can-shaped. This, this isn't can-shaped. What the hell is this? <laughs> that being said, I love canned uh, cranberries. Screw you for judging me. I love it. But here's something that blindsided me. I'm enjoying the food, and I get to the stuffing. I love stuffing. It's been one of those things where when it's made right, oh, my God, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful meal. So I start eating the the stuffing and i'm like uh oh what's in my mouth what the hell did i just eat it's 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 chewy and hard and gristly and i'm like oh no and i must have gone from super you know happy <laughs> really enjoying myself look on my face to uh oh it's something bad in my mouth uh oh oh because my wife looks at me, we're dating at the time, and she looks at me and she's like, oh, they put the gizzards in there. <laughs> and I'm like, who puts the gizzards in the stuffing? That's so gross. And they go, I remember, I think it was my father-in-law, now father-in-law, Tim, he looks at me, he's like, you can spit it out if you want. I don't know if I swallowed it or not, but that, that is so disgusting. 
You got to warn somebody before they sit down and eat with you if you put gizzards in anything, like the stuffing. I imagine it's only the stuffing that, you know, that they put gizzards in. So freaking gross. <laughs> I guess it's more gross because I didn't know it was going to happen. Maybe if I had a, a moment to mentally prepare myself for it, I could have I could have consumed it without any sort of you know discomfort. But that being said, amazing amazing food. Oh, always uh, remember going over there, and it was always a good meal. It was fun, and it, it was nice. I I love pie. And that's one of the things I, I said that the other day that like how screw the diet around the holidays. Screw it. You, you There's no point. <laughs> there's no point in trying to, you know, torture yourself by not enjoying the holidays. And part of that is indulging a little bit. If you're able to do it, do it. If you're not, that that's OK. Growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't. So. That's where, while I joke about it, I, I enjoy the cheaper things, like the canned cranberries. Oh, my God. The cranberry, I, I guess it's is it gelatin. I don't know what it is, but it was, you pop it out of the can, and it's still all in what, the same shape as the, the can. It's good. You slice that up. My wife refuses to eat it. But if she's ever out of town, I, I'm thinking I add that to the menu. So the kids can experience it just so they can say they've had it. That kind of goes along with like, if my wife is traveling for work, I buy Braunschweiger. Braunschweiger growing up was one of those things where it was this luxury item. If my mom bought that, I remember, and I talked to my brother last time I visited with him, I think in Hawaii, I think we, they have it in Hawaii, but the, one of the last times I was hanging out with him, that was like the first thing he did is he beelined it for the grocery store. And, and that was one of the big things he bought was Braunschweiger. Because we would toast, you toast the bread, and then you smear Braunschweiger on it. And me personally, I like to put some yellow mustard on top of it and eat it like that. Just one slice, one slice of bread with Braunschweiger on it. Dude, that's, that was freaking amazing. Growing up, we also used to put uh, bologna in the microwave <laughs> just by itself. Put it, I don't know how long we put it in there, but you kind of watch it, and then it curls up into a bowl. <laughs> then you, then you uh, pour some mustard in there. That was like a legit snack. That was awesome. I love that stuff. But it, uh, thinking about the holiday meals, it, it was nice. My mom did a great job with with the um, stuffing, and she learned that from my dad, who ha passed away back in '84. But he took great pride in in making stuffing, and I guess she said his key to a great stuffing was the cuts. When you cut up all the vegetables, you do very precise. And I, I don't know what size he did, but I imagine they were small, thin sliced and just really took his time with that. I, I don't remember what it tasted like because he passed away when I was five. But I just know when everybody else talks about how good it was and they're just like, yeah, dude, he, he took his time and it was well worth it. Well worth it. Hopefully you guys have a lot of good memories 
from growing up. And, you know, if, if not, I'm sorry about that. And not all my memories are great. I obviously around the holidays, there's a lot when you have families getting together who aren't normally around each other, there's a lot of stress. And sometimes that means you got big blowups around the dinner table or even just in the house. And I, I know that's happened several times uh, growing up where, where things like that happened. And it's not fun and it ruins, ruins the moment. But hopefully this year you have a very positive and happy Thanksgiving and just a happy holidays no matter what you celebrate. And, and, and just hopefully it's just filled with a lot of joy. I know that sounds lame to say, but ultimately, guys... We, we joke around a lot on this podcast, and I can't thank you enough for how much you interact with me and the show, as well as you're interacting with other listeners when, when you do that. So I, I just think that's so awesome. But really kind of going through it, just like I'm so grateful for my wife, Brandy, who's been on this program a, a couple times, who's, who's chomping at the bit to get back on. She has like a list of things that she wants to discuss. <laughs> Probably like issues with Scott. Number one. <laughs> Why is that like five pages long? Oh, boy. Anyway, the, you know, she's amazing. She just crushes it. One of the most brilliant people I've ever met. And and I don't think I give her enough credit for that. It, it's just jaw-dropping how smart she is. Uh, also, my kids, Jackson and Aria. Jackson just celebrated his adoption day the other day. And we got him some steaks to celebrate and just having a good time. My daughter, beautiful daughter, Aria, who's just kicking butt and taking names, is just such an amazing, brilliant person. Also, all the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster, they sponsor the program. And it, I'm just so excited for their success. Before Thanksgiving, we were talking on this show about how they were doing that Thanksgiving meal and how you could sign up and they take care of Thanksgiving. They, I want to say, they did two and a half times more sales as far as, basically, they, they, they went way past what they did in the year prior. And it's awesome. And they got some cool stuff coming up for, for Christmas, too. And I can't wait. I can't wait. It's just so cool. I know Paul reached out to me, one of the listeners, and he said, hey, I, I, you know, Thanksgiving is being taken, taken care of from Sugar Fire, and I'm taking, I'm taking the day off. My wife and I are taking the day off, and, and Sugar Fire is taking over. So I, I'm so excited for their success. They're doing great, and, and I'm, I'm proud for them to be a partner with me, and, and that's a big deal to me, is like, they're good to me. I, I try to be as good as I can to them. Uh, also, big thanks to the great people over at Superbook Sports. They're a great sponsor. They do a fantastic job. Um, <clears throat> now, if they could just sponsor me to get out to the Super Bowl this year, that'd be kind of fun, if you know what I mean. It'd be great. Great. Also, big thanks to Nate Lundy and the crew over at Mile High Sports. Fantastic people. When I left the other radio station, they were there to make sure I didn't fall on my face. And that that's something that I just can't explain how grateful I am because the day I quit, he called me. He said, let me know if you need any help. And then like a week later, he saw that I did the podcast and he's just like, 
if you want, I can help you. And I said, let me try to do this on my own. Let me, let me try to sell it. Cause that, that's what I needed help with was the sales. And then like a month later, I'm like, I need your help. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we're still working together and we're doing great things. And Nate is an, an amazing person and everybody over at mile high sports. I'm so grateful to be, you know, shoulder to shoulder with them. And, and of course, guys, uh, I'm so grateful for all of you, whether you tune in every single episode or not, I, I, I can't say thank you enough. When I left the radio station to try to be more supportive to my family and try not to be so much of a waste of space because I, I was ex- so exhausted doing the morning shift and then trying to be a part of my, my family's life. And it was just wearing me out. I I was hardly sleeping at night. And when I walked away, it was a bit, it was a big life change and very risky. It's still risky. It's still stressful, but I'm actually getting sleep now and I'm able to, you know, go play catch with my son and, you know, play with my daughter and have conversations with my wife. And the more you guys listen, the more you guys share it. And the more you guys just click like or or anything like that, it helps justify what I'm doing. It helps spread the word. And I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are amazing. So cool. And I love, I love it when you're able to reach out and just, I don't care if you just say hi. I, I just, I, I appreciate it. it. It's so cool as I'm losing my voice. <laughs> but Listen, you guys, you guys put me in a good mood every single day. Being in, in sports talk radio for 18 years, that wasn't always the case. And you guys do it. You guys do it. So if you ever have a story you want to pass along, whether it's something from the news or something crazy you want to share, whether it's funny or not, please go ahead. Send me an email to huffpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on social media at Podcast. Whether it's a direct message or a public message, I love to hear from you. It's so cool to hear from you guys. You guys are amazing people. Have a fantastic holiday season. I will talk to you in a couple days. Uh, Don't eat too much, but that being said, I'm not going to judge you if you do. Okay? Okay, this is what I'm going to part ways with with this. If anybody says, really, you're going to go back for seconds? Or, really, you're going to go back for thirds? Huh? Is that your third piece of pie? This is all I got to say. There's two things. One, I'm sorry, Carol. You can eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> or if they're like, hey, really? You're going to eat all that? And then you could just say, shut the fuck up, Kyle. Whether their name's Kyle or not, you need to call him Kyle because it's going to leave them confused and insulted and so hurt. And then you will just go back to eating. Fuck them. (laughs) Fuck the haters. All right, you guys. Have an amazing day. Uh, I love you all. Have a great day. Have a great holiday. Uh, Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are all amazing. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.